Begin the Gemara today on Daf Tezvav Amit Beis, 10 lines from the bottom of the page where it says, Boy Ilfe. The Gemara before brought halachis when you are combining two different things that Chachamim instituted and trying to use them both together, whether regarding verifying the kashras of a get, using the usual verification that's by all shtaris, and combining that with the special takanas Chachamim for a get, which is the shliach that tells us, or Gemara brought a halacha regarding a Rishus HaYachid, using a, a, the wall for the Rishus HaYachid, half is a wall and half is the, the embankment of the ground that creates the height of 10 Tvachim. The Gemara says you can't combine these two things. It has to be one or the other. Similarly, the Gemara here is going to discuss a halacha regarding washing your hands, Natilis Hidayim for bread. Boy, Ilfa, so Ilfa asked the Shaila, Yidayim to Hayris Lachatzayim? Washing your hands until it's yadayim. Will it be tired if you wash it halfway? Or it will not be tired if you're washing it halfway? Now it's not clear what the Gemara means, what Ilfa means to ask by this question. Halfway. What's this halfway? So the Gemara tries a few options here. Hey, Chidomi. What was this Shaila? Yileime, if his Shaila was the Kamashu Beitrei Mirivis. The half that means regarding the water, not regarding the hands that there was just a revius of water, which is the minimum amount of water needed in order to wash your hands, and two people are washing their hands from this one revius. And that's what means half, that two, that two are using, that it becomes, the water becomes split in half for both of these people. Says the Gemara, what's the Shaila? There's a clear Mishnah about this. Vatnan, the Mishnah says, Mirivius, if you have a revius of water, Neitlin liyadayim la'echad, that's the amount of water that could be used for one person, and it could even be used for two people. So the Mishnah clearly says that that one revius could be used for two people. So Rashi over here, there's a Machlekes Rishayim about this. The Al-Tareb actually in brings both two opinions about this. One opinion is that if you have that one revius, so one, you can wash one person's hands, and then afterwards you can wash, if there's leftovers, you can wash another person's hands from that same revius. But there's another opinion that when this Mishnah says two people can wash from the same revius, what it means is that both people place their hands under this water. When you're pouring the water, it goes on both people's hands at the same time. It can't be one after the other. Obviously, this halach of revius only applies when the water is going to cover enough of the person's hand that the revius is not a lot of water, but it's going to have to be a small, a small hand that will be able to cover the entire hands. But the point is one revius could be used for two people if they're washing at the same time, or one right after the other. So that can't be the Shaila of Ilfa. The Ella says the Gemara, rather, what was the Shaila? The Kamashi Chada Chada Yode is the Shaila of Ilfa when each hand is washed separately. He, he washes one hand, and then he washes the other hand. And that was the Shaila of Ilfa. Can that be a good Natila Sidaim? In the simple Pshara of the Gemara, what the Gemara is saying is that Ilfa is asking, maybe when you wash your hands for Natila Sidaim, you must wash both of your hands at the same time. Which would basically mean someone else has to wash your hands in order to wash both of your hands at the same time. Or could you wash like we do today, one and then the other? That's a simple Pshara of the Gemara here. But some say that that's not what the Gemara means because that's, it's obvious that you can wash your hands one after the other. But what the Gemara means to say is a person washes one hand. And he dries that one hand. And after he dries that one hand, then he washes the second hand. Maybe that was the Shiloh of Ilfa when it's like sort of separated, the two hands that are being washed. Says the Gemara, this itself, this as well, is, is not a Shiloh because we see, we can learn this from what it says in the Mishnah, or really it's a Braise. Vahatnan or Vahatanya, Hanaitul Yadav, a person that's washing his hands, Natila Sidayim for bread, Achas Benetila, 
One end he washes from uh, properly, like when you wash pouring from a uh, kvart on the hand, and va'achas b'shtife. And the other, another hand, he's tavling. He, he puts it into the into a uh, into water, into into, into a mikveh, whatever it is, into a stream to be able to table his hand like that, like that without pouring it on his hands. So yod of tahiris, his hands are both going to be pure. You don't have to both wash both of the hands. One can be washed and one can be tabled in a stream. So if you can wash and table one in the stream, for sure you can wash the both both of the hands separately. So the Allah says the Gemara, what must have been Ilfis Shaila, the Kamashi Palga Palga the Yode? That he's washing half of a hand at the at, at a time. Washes half of the hand, and then he washes another half of the hand, not together. Only after one half dries, then he washes the other half of his hand. But could that even be a shaila? It was taught in the yeshiva of Rabbi that Yadayim ain't tahiris lachatsayim. You cannot wash half of the hand and then another half of the hand. So it's clear. Answers the Gemara, the only time when Ilfa had the question is the Ike Mashke Tefeyach. That, yeah, he would take a washes one half of the hand and then he washes the other half. But when he comes to wash the second half, the first half is not wiped off. There's still moisture from the hand, from the water that was there before on the first half of the hand. That's a shayla. Says the Gemara, but that should not be enough. Because if there's still moisture of water remaining from his, when he washed the first half of his hand, that should not be enough to connect the other half of the hand that he washes. And the Gemara brings a mission for this, regarding this concept where you have that it, they will not connect to other waters. Because Vatanan, we learned in the Mishnah that says as follows. When you have a stream of water that's pouring, you have one keli and you have another keli, and there's a stream of water that's flowing from the top keli to the bottom keli. That's a nitzuk. Or vahaketafris. Ketafris is when you have a very steep surface and there's water that is flowing from the top to the bottom in this very steep slope. So by this ketafris, there's moisture of water on this uh, steep slope between water that's above and water that's below. This is not considered to be a connection. There won't be any connection here because of the nitzuk or the ketafris. Not for the halachas of Tumah and not for the halachas of Tara. So Rashi explains the halachas of Tumah would be if you have water that's flowing from one keli to another. And the bottom keli is tummy. So you may think because there's a flow of water between them, so therefore it creates a connection and becomes tummy. It does not create that connection, does not create any tummy. The same thing also with a katafris, when you have this, uh, this uh, very steep slope between two kalim, and one is tummy and one is tar, it does not create a connection to make the other tummy. The, now, tara as well, the Braise here says, that there's no connection. Rashi's pshatna this is regarding a mikveh. The mikveh, the minimum size of a mikveh has to be 40 saw. What's if you have a mikveh that's missing some water of 40 saw? But there is a katafris, there is this slope that connects to other waters that are not far. So maybe you could connect that water to this water of 40 saw, that it should become like one large mikveh, and it has the right amount of 40 saw. So the Mishnah is saying, no, that katafris that has mashket tefeyach, it has in it water that's moist, that connects the two pools of water, does not become a connection, even though there's sort of moisture of water that's connecting them. It doesn't matter. The mikveh is still not a kosher mikveh. This would you say by uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, that uh, 
Okay, that's coming soon. We'll have that's coming soon in the Gemara. Let's wait, but it's coming right over here soon in the Gemara. This is Rashi's Prat Benegate to the Mikvatara. You see here, there's a very, very long Taisus on the Amud. Taisus has a different shot. Taisus says it's speaking about a halacha of Hashokeh. Yeah. One of the ways of being, there's different halachas of Hashokeh. Here, the halacha of Hashokeh, Taisus says, the Mishnah here speaking about is when you have fluids that are tome. One of the ways of being tired it is if it touches a mikveh, that that the fluids that liquids become tired. So over here it's speaking about liquids that was tome, and you want to be tired it. It's not touching the mikveh directly. It's touching the mikveh through this katafris, this slope that there's moisture in between that sort of connects them. So the Mishnah is saying that that's not considered to be a connection. just because there's some moisture that connects it, it's not enough to connect it. So what's the Gemara's question? Over here, a person that washes half of his hand. Then he waits, and then he washes the other half of his hand. Even if the first half of his hand is still a bit moist, it's not enough to say that it's considered that he washed the whole hand at the same time, because the moisture that's left over does not create a connection to the other water that he washes the other half of his hand. So what was Ilfa's Shiloh? Says the Gemara, the case of here is different. Over here, this is moist enough that if something else will touch it, it'll become moist enough that that will cause moisture to something else. So it's not just a bit moist. It's, it's the moisture is, is, is more water over here. So in such a case, if, the, if a person washes half of his hands and it's then I could say that the other half of his hand will connect to the first half that he washed. But this Ilfa shouldn't have a shaila about this either, because Honami Tanina. This is something that we learned clearly in Abraisa. If something is moist enough that it causes something else to become also that moist, so then Chibur, that is considered to be a connection. So when we said before that the katafris is not a connection between two mikvehs or to mashkin to connect it, that's only if it's a bit tefeh, but if it's tefeh la atfiyach, that it causes something else to become as moist as this, that it could also add moisture to something else, so then it is a connection. So it's a clear b'raise. Says the Gemara, the reason why the Ilfa has a shayla regarding netilas yedayim is because dilma le'inyim mikvois. Because maybe I would say that this halacha, that it is considered to be a chibor, is only regarding mikvois. But Rabbi Yehudihi, and this is based on Rabbi Yehudah's opinion. What does it say regarding mikvois? So here the Gemara brings the case that you just brought up before. The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, mikveh sheyesh bayabom so mechuvonis. If you have a mikveh that has exactly the amount needed of water, 40 so. The yard shnaim v'tovlu. And two people went down to table in this mikveh. So we skip the, 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 the parentheses here. And they went down to table, bezeh achazeh. One following the other. So Risha in Tahir, the first one entered into a mikveh that has the 40 saw, so it's Tahir. Vashemi Tomei. But the second person will be Tomei because the first one, when he leaves the mikveh, he takes some water with him and the mikveh doesn't have the amount of water needed. If the person, the first person that toiveled is still standing and his feet are still touching the water, then then the second person will also be toher. What's the reason for this? So Rashi actually says that the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda is based on the halacha l'moshim Sinai that's called good aches, which means that the water that's in the body on this person is considered to be as if it's inside the mikveh. Good aches means as if, as if it's below, as if the water that's on his body, because his feet are still in the water, as if it's part of the mikveh, and the second person inside the mikveh is tiveling in a mikveh of 40 saw. 
but there would be a svara to say that this halacha, that there's a connection here, is based only on good achis, but otherwise, <laughs> when a person is washing his hands, and part of his hands is still wet, and then he wants to wash the other half of his hands, not necessarily is that going to be considered a connection. Maybe the connection that it said before regarding the kataphoris, when it's tefeich, amenas fiach, is only based on the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, based on the rule of good achis. But by Nitila Sidaim, I wouldn't apply that aloha. That's why Ilfa had a shaila when you wash half of your hand and you wash the other half and the first half is moist, could you connect the two halves for Nitila Sidaim? That was that was Ilfa's shaila. I don't think the idea of good achis applies over here. Good achis <laughs> applies when you, when you have a shear of a mikveh. And you have to have the full amount of the shear of a mikveh. It's not, it's not over here. There's a halacha that it has to be bevasachas. Regarding bevasachas, there's no halacha of good achis. So when you get to the presence of the water inside the mikveh, there you say that even though it's on his body, it's as if it's below inside the mikveh. Okay, so the Gemara does not... Um, second, let's continue inside of here. Um, uh, Okay, so Amr Abiyirmiyeh starts a new thing, but this, this is the, at the end of the Gemara explaining regarding the Tilisidai. This was uh, Ilfa's Shaila. Okay, so basically the Shaila of Ilfa was, again, a similar concept to what we learned before, combining the two halves of the hand, that it should be a proper Tilisidai. Now, similar Shaila, Abiyirmiyeh also asks regarding another halacha. Amr Abiyirmiyeh, Abiyirmiyeh said, Harei Amr, we know that the Chachamim said, Haba Roshay Virubai Bemayim Shuvim. A person that tables with most of his body into drawn water. In other words, not mikveh waters, but drawn water, which is possible for a mikveh. So, so what's the, uh, uh, that's one case. And another case, v'tahir, a person that was pure. That he took a shower or he fell upon his body. Three lugim of drawn water, of tummy, of, 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 not, of not kosher mikveh waters. Okay? Not kosher for a mikveh. That's what Mayim Shuvim are. Right, so Tomei. In both of these cases, Chachamim instituted that a person becomes Tomei. This is a Gemara in the first Perik of Shabbos, where the Gemara says that in times of the Gemara, they made a that if you go into Mayim Shuvim, you become Tomei. The reason for this was because in those times, the mikveh were very, very dirty. So then after they came out of the mikveh, they would go and take a shower or wash themselves off with clean water came to a point where people began saying, oh, it's not the mikveh that's making me pure, it's the mayim shuvim, it's the shower or the clean waters afterwards that are making me pure. It's a chacham that if you go into that um, clean waters or you take a shower afterwards, then no, that makes you tummy. Okay, so chacham... Correct, correct. Okay, but this was, this was the gzayda. No, 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 it's not a shayla. No, no. So this was the gzayda that the Gemara made then. And the Gzeda was two things. First, they made a Gzeda regarding someone that tovels in Mayim Shuvim, and then they added to this Gzeda and even more and said that even someone that just uh, takes a shower from these Mayim Shuvim. Because one without the other, Rashi says, this Gzeda wouldn't, wouldn't hold. So that, those were the two Gzedas that they made. Tovel in Mayim Shuvim and taking a shower of these Mayim Shuvim that make the person tummy. Okay, now, the reason why today this doesn't apply is because as Rashi says, this was only a Gzeda regarding not being allowed to eat truma. For a kind to be tired to eat truma, but bchalal for the today we, we don't have the truma, so today taking a shower after the mikvah. I'm not saying whether you should or shouldn't take a shower after the mikvah, but I'm just saying the gzeda is bizman of achilas truma. That's what it, what it applies to. Which could be uh, that's a different thing. Until time is not connected to truma. It originally was for truma, correct? Yeah. So now on this by Rabbi Yirmi, asks the shaila chetzyay So now, there were were two different gzaydas here. 
One was not to go into Mayim Shuvim, and one was not to have the water of Mayim Shuvim poured on you. What's if half of his body is in Mayim Shuvim? And half of his body has the Mayim Shuvim poured upon him a shower. My, what does the Gzeda apply then if you combine these two together that he should become Tommy from eating Truma? So the Gemara doesn't answer this. So this is here, another take. This remains unresolved. So this is another example where you have two Gzedas of Chachamim and you combine them both together and it's a Shailah whether this would cause Tuma for the person. Another Shailah the Gemara asks, Amr of said, Harei Omru, Chachamim said, Balkari Chayla. Al-Balkari, which is not well. So the halacha of Al-Balkari, Rashi here brings, that there's two halachas of Al-Balkari. There's the halacha of Al-Balkari Menatayra. Al-Balkari becomes Tomei, and he's not allowed to enter into the base of Mikdash without properly toiveling in a mikveh. But here, the Gemara is not talking about that halacha Menatayra. It's talking about the halacha Midrabanon, that, or, or, which is actually called Tvilas Ezra. Ezra was Misakin. Ezra was Misakin that... You can't learn Taita unless you go to the mik- uh, unless you go to the mikveh after a person sees a seminal omission, which is what a balkari is. So now this uh, takana of Ezra had a omru balkari chayla. They, they, had, they, they said a leniency for a balkari that became sick. of mayim that he's it's hard for him to go into a mikveh. So even if they just poured on him nine kavim of water, tahir he becomes tahir to learn Taita. Okay, that, that was a takana of uh, the Chachamim regarding a Balkari to be allowed to learn Taita. So on this, by Rav Pope, Rav Pope asked the Shaila, Chatziyay B'Tvila. So this uh, person, how about if he halfway toiveled and the Chatziyay B'Nisina and then the other half of his body, they poured water on him. My, will this be Metayrim or not? So usually the Balkari, either he goes to the Mikveh or you have to pour nine kavim of, of water upon him to be metayirim. But if it was half and half, could you combine these two to be metayirim? Teiku, this also remains unresolved. It's, it's an interesting thing here because it says in the Rishayinim that a second ago we just said that mayim shuvim causes a person to become tummy. And mm-hmm. right here it's saying regarding this balkari that Chachamim will makel, that he could learn taita. Uh, by just pouring upon him these same Mayim Shuvim that would make him Tomei. So the answer, the Ritva here says, the answer is true, these Mayim Shuvim for Truma will make him Tomei. But for Limudat for this Tvilas Ezra, for Limudat it'll make him Tahir. Interesting. Okay, but I mean, this, this uh, Takana of Ezra, as it's brought in the Rambam, we're not, uh, it's, we're not necessarily Mekayim as Manazah. I mean, there, there is an Indian of Tevila Seza, to be Mahmoud, but we don't, uh, this Takana of Ezra did not hold. It's not Halacha, uh, that's a Chiyo, this Manazah. Okay, we come back now to the Halachas of Get. Going back to what it said in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah it said, the Shliach that's delivering the get from Medina Sayyam, and he has to testify that the get is kosher, and he has to say two things, that it was signed, it was written, and signed in his presence. Okay, so before we learn the Gemara inside, let me just remind you what we learned in the first Pedic, because this is going to be very relevant for the next Omad here. The Machlaikis between Rabbe and Rava, what's the purpose of testifying about this get? Rabbe says the purpose is to testify that the get was written Lishma. There's a concern that the get and chutzlaretz people don't know the halacha, or even if they do know the halacha, still there's a concern that the husband may come and be ma'arer and challenge to say that this get was written shalei lishma. So you have to verify that. According to Rave, it's not about the lishma of the get; it's about the authenticity of the signatures, the chesimis. We have to be mekayim to know that the signatures were not forged and it's proper signatures. Mekayim to be mekayim the get. Those are the two reasons to. Uh, 
why, why you have to come and testify about a get that's coming from Medina Sayyam. One more point that we had before in the first Patek that's relevant for the next Gemara here. The Gemara explains that it's necessary to make a distinction between the halacha of a get and other shtaris. By a regular shtar, if you want to be Mekayim a shtar, you have to have two Edim to validate the kashras of a shtar. Here, there's a special kula because of an aguna. We don't want this woman to be stuck, chachamu wamekel, that you can trust one shliach to testify for the kashras of the signature. In order not to confuse a get with a regular shtar, chachamim instituted that it's not enough just to validate the signatures the way you validate every shtar, but you have to also say edus on the whole writing of the get so that it should be clear that it's different than a regular shtar. By a regular star, the Adam don't testify about the whole writing of the star. They just validate the signatures. Here, you have to say Adus on the whole star, on the whole get, that is, together with the signatures. That's what the Gemara referred to before as Leilesi La'achlufi. We don't want a star to be confused with the halacha of a get. Okay, now let's see what the Gemara says here. So in the Mishnah, it said, Echod nichtap. You have one person that comes and testifies about this get that it was written in front of him. And the Mishnah continues and says, and the other one comes and testifies that the get was signed in front of him. So the Mishnah said that it'll be possible. said in the name of Rabbi Yechenen about this Mishnah. The halach of the Mishnah was only said, This is only because these two people that are testifying about this get, they're not both shluchim that were appointed to bring this get. One is a shliach, and the other is just another person that comes along with him, and he's testifying as well. But they're not both shluchim. But if they were both appointed as shluchim to bring this get, then kosher. Then, even if one testifies before nechtam, and the other testifies before nechtam, it's going to be kosher. Why is it going to be kosher? The problem over here is, didn't Chachamim Institute that one shliach must testify both? He must testify that it was signed and written in front of him. And as I mentioned before, the reason is because we don't want a get to be confused with any other star. So therefore, you must testify on both the writing and the signing. So why over here should it be kosher? Says the Gemara, Alma Kasavar, I see that Rabbi Yechenen holds, Shnayim Shevi'u get me Medina Sayam. When it's two shluchim that are delivering a get from Medina Sayam, it's not necessary to testify that the get is kosher. And we had this before in the Gemara, when two shluchim deliver a get, so if you follow Rav's opinion, <laughs> Rav says that the main thing is that you have to have available Adim to testify about the validity of the signatures. If there are two shluchim that are delivering the get, so you have them. You have two shluchim that are here available to validate the get. So if there are two shluchim, then it's fine. So therefore, what Rashi explains is, it's not really, it's not necessary for these two shluchim to say any edus. The b'fana nichta, b'fana nechtam is totally not necessary. So if one is going to testify b'fana nichta and the other testifies b'fana nechtam, and it's not a proper edus, but it's extra. You don't even need them b'chalal to testify this. An, uh, again? Just being here, just two shluchim is fine. Now there's another important point that Rashi says over here, you may ask, so if the point here is that I have two Adim available that are coming along with this get, what difference does it make if they're both shluchim or if one is a shliach and one is not a shliach? Either way, the fact is you have two people available to validate this get, and that should be enough. Says Rashi, loy plug. When there's one shliach, then Chacham Institute, that you must testify about the kashas of the get. 
If there's two shluchim, then Chachamim said, you have two shluchim available here, then you don't testify. That's uh, the Pshat and Rashi over here. Okay, but this is all based, as we'll see soon, the Gemara will explain it out. This is all based on Rav's opinion that we have to validate the signatures. So once you have two shluchim here, we have them available to validate the signatures, and there's no need to testify anything. Amalei Abaye, now Abaye says, what well, another Gersi and the Gemara, Amalei Rav Asi, so he asked about this, Ela Meyato, so if so, Seyfi Diktani, what's the next case that it says in the Mishnah? In the next case, there's an argument here. Shnayim Oimrum, if you have two that are saying that the get was written in front of them, and and one is saying that the get was signed in front of him, so puzzle. So the Tanakhama, the Mishnah says that the get will still be puzzle. And Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda argues, and Rabbi Yehuda says that the get will be kosher. So according to your explanation of our Mishnah, that we're not speaking about a case where two ashluchim, only one is a shliach. So I have to, I would have to say regarding this case as well that it's the same thing. Time the reason over here. In this case, that is an argument. Why is the why is the Tanakhama saying that the get is possible? The ain't a get yitzim mitachas yideshneim because there's not no two shluchim here. But how get yitzim mitachas yideshneim? If they were both shluchim, machshiri rabbanon. Then even the Tanakhama would say that the get is kosher. <coughs> That's what it seems. So Amalei. So he answered him. He answered Rabbi or Rabasi. In yeah, this is correct. The entire Mishnah is speaking about a case where only one of them is a shliach. This case over here as well, when it says that two are testifying that the get was written in front of them, those two are not shluchim. If there would be shluchim, so then the get would, uh, you wouldn't even need any testimony at all. Says the Gemara, so if so, get If you don't have the get that's being brought by two shluchim, just by one, so then what is the argument here? What the Gemara is really asking is, why would Rabbi Yehuda in such a case say that it's kosher? Rabbi Yehuda says that you have just one shliach that's bringing the get, and only two are saying, and one is saying, but there's only one shliach. If there's one shliach, the halacha always is that the one shliach, he must testify both, but over here, that, the one shliach is not testifying both. So why would Rabbi Yehuda say that it would be kosher? Answers the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda says as follows. The Gemara explains here the Machlekes. And this goes back to the point that I said before, that Chachamim instituted that the way your Mekayim, a get, has to be different than the way your Mekayim, a regular shtar, in order not to confuse the two. But the question is, what is enough to make that distinction between a get and a regular shtar? Marsovar. So the Tanakhama says, Gazrinon, the Zigzede, Dilma Asya Lechlufi Bikim Shtaristalma. We don't want the way a get is, is going to be verified to be confused with the halacha of a star. And Be'edechot. We may think that just like a get, you can trust one shliach, that so too by every star you can trust one shliach. In order not to confuse the two, the shliach himself that's bringing the get, he must testify both. That makes it clear that it's different than a regular star. Rabbi opinion is, there's no gzeda in this case. Why is there no gzeda in this case? Even though the shliach himself is not testifying both, but as long as there's somebody else that's testifying, that's enough of a distinction from a regular star. By a regular star, there's nobody that's testifying about the writing of the star. So you don't need the shliach himself to testify about the, about the writing of the shtar, as long as there's somebody else here testifying about the writing of the shtar. So therefore, we won't confuse this with any other shtar, and therefore that's good enough. That's the explanation of the machlekes. 
Okay, this is all one version here in the Pshat of our Mishnah. So again, the point of the first version is, the Mishnah is Dafke speaking about a case where there are, not, there are no two shluchim. If there were two shluchim, then this whole halacha of testifying, would not apply. There was another version of this. Even if there are two shluchim that are delivering this get, puzzle. And you have one that testified before an ichtav, and the other testified before an ichtav, the get will still be possible. Says the Gemara, according to this version, Alma Kesavar. So I see that Rabbi Yechen and Held, Shnayim Sheviyu get Mimedinus Ayam. Even two that bring a get from overseas to Eretz Yisrael, Tzrichen Sheyayimro Befanein and Echta Befanein and Echta. They do have to testify that the get was written and signed in front of them. All right, so this is uh, seemingly following Rabbi's opinion. Rabbi says that even when two bring a get, it doesn't matter, it's not, you can't. Uh, Rely on the two that are present. You still have to testify that the get is kosher, that it was written lishma. Oh, Malaya bias. And now the Gemara goes through the same discussion to explain the next part of the Mishnah to explain <coughs> the machlekes of the Tanakame and Rabbi Yehuda according to this version that both are shluchim that are bringing the get. So Malaya bayeh So the next case of the Mishnah. <coughs> what does it say in the next case of the Mishnah? Two are testifying that it was written, and one is testifying that it was signed. Possible. So the Tanakhama says it's possible. But Rabbi Yehuda Machsha. And Rabbi Yehuda says that the get will be kosher. So what is this talking about? The same as the previous case of the Mishnah. Even if we have over here two shluchim. Pasli Rabbanon. But still the Tanakhama says it'll be possible. Is that the case? That's what he was asking. So he answered in, yeah. The whole Mishnah, this case as well, is speaking about when both are shluchim. Says the Gemara, if so, b'mai kamifligi. What is the basis of the argument here between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yehuda? If both are shluchim, so in this case, what's, what, why are they arguing? If it's required to say, even when they're both shluchim, why would Rabbi Yehuda say that if the shliach that said, did, did not say, why would Rabbi Yehuda say that it's kosher? Okay, now the Gemara here will give a different answer than it gave in the first version. And Teisvis and the Rishayim discuss why does the Gemara not give the same explanation as, the, as it does in the first version. Okay, we'll leave that out for now. But it's seemingly the Gemara <coughs> could have gave the same answer. But there's a different answer here. It says the Gemara, oh, Malay, the answer is, so, uh, that is, sorry, that's where I'm holding. What's the argument? Answers the Gemara, Mar Sovar Lefi She'ein Bikiyan Lishma. So the Tanakhama says, when you testify for a get, the main point is that you have to testify that the get was written lishma. So even if you have two shluchim here that are testifying, you must testify that the get was written lishma, and therefore you have to testify both b'fanei nichtav and b'fanei nichtav. You can't have one testify b'fanei nichtav and the other testifying b'fanei nichtav. So therefore the Tanakhama says it's possible. That the testimony for the kashras of the get is not for the lishma. It's just to verify the signatures. And if the main thing is just to verify the signatures, so really you don't have to say anything. You really don't have to testify at all. Once you have two shluchim here, so we have the two shluchim available to verify the signatures. So no testimony is, is needed. So therefore it doesn't matter that one testify this and the other testify that. No, 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 this is needed at all. That's the explanation. Says the Gemara, if so, Lema, shall we say, the Rabbe, 
the argument of Rabbe and Rabbe that was brought in the beginning of the Mesechta, what the reason for testifying Bifana and Nichta, Bifana and Nechta, is it for Lishma, that was Rabbe's opinion, or is it to verify the signatures, which was Rabbe's opinion, Tanoi. So right over here, this is the Machlekes of the Tanakama and of Yehuda. Says the Gemara, not necessarily. Rabbe Mitaretz, Rabbe will answer you and say that both opinions in the Mishnah can follow his opinion, and Rabbe will answer you, Kilishnakame. My opinion follows the first version that we brought before. What was the first version? If there's two Shluchim, there's no need to testify anything, because we have the two Shluchim available to verify the signatures. This Mishnah is speaking about a case where there's, they're not both Shluchim. Only one of them is a shliach. If only one of them is a shliach, so then we have already what it explained in the first version. Rava will agree that you have to testify The only question is about the issue of not confusing other shtaris with a get. And therefore, do you need the shliach himself to testify both? Or it's enough that someone else testifies like the first version. That first version follows with Rava's opinion. Rava will go according to the second version here which says that when two shluchim deliver a get, that I say, that nevertheless you still have to testify that the get is kosher, that it was written lishma, the kula alma bein lishma. Everybody agrees that the main point for testifying for this get is to say that the get was written lishma. What is our Mishnah talking about? Why is there an argument when two shluchim deliver a get, whether you have to testify or not? It's talking about la'acha shalomdu. After people learned the halacha of lishma, this is something that the Gemara brought already in the first uh, Paidik. If you remember, the Gemara said that originally Chachamim instituted this takana because people didn't know the halacha of lishma. But then, in the time of the Mishnayis, when the Mishnayis was written, it was already lacha shalom. The people learned the halacha. So, so the Gemara now explains. If people know the halacha, so then why do you have to testify at all? Because then Chachamim made exeda shema yachzer hadavar lekulkuloi kamifligi. There's an argument over here that Chachamim then decreed that still keep the takana in place because matters may revert back to the way it was that people won't know the halacha. So that's what the argument over here between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yudah is. The Mar Sovar, the Tanakama says Gazrinon. We apply this exeda even when two shluchim are bringing a get. And on Marsava, Rabbi Yudha says, like Azrinon, we're not going to be geyser in this case. So the reason for the Machlaikis here is, as Rashi explains, two shluchim delivering a get is a milsa deloy shchiche. It's not common. The Gemara already explains this in the first Patek. Because it's a milsa deloy shchiche, the argument is, do Chachamim apply their gzeda even in a case where it's not shchiach? Tanakamah says yes, and Rabbi Yudha says no. So the kitzer, the, the Machlaikis over here is, is regarding this gzeda of Shemo, Yachzer, Hadava, Lekulkuloi, do I apply that gzeda when there's two shluchim because it's not, not something which is common? According to this pshat, if so, the lift like namir of Yehuda Bereisha. If the case of here is that there are two shluchim that are delivering a get, and the argument is whether the takana applies by two shluchim, so why would Rabbi Yehuda not argue in the previous case? Bereisha, what was the previous case? The case before is that also two shluchim, one is saying Bifana Nichtav, and one is saying Bifana Nechtav. So Rabbi Yehuda in that case should also argue that it's not necessary to say anything. In the Mishnah it seems like Rabbi Yehuda is only arguing on the next case, where you have three. Two are saying Bifana Nechtav, and one is saying Bifana Nechtav. Why, why is he not arguing in the previous case? <laughs> Says the Gemara, he is. We learned on the Pshat of our Mishnah. Omar Ola, Ola said, Rabbi Yehuda argued on both cases. As when you have two shluchim, do you still have to testify that the get is kosher, that the kosher is the, the lishma of the get? 
asked on what Ola just said. It says in the Brisa as follows. Rabbi Yehuda, machsher bizu, v'loi ba'acheres. Rabbi Yehuda, only in this case, says it would be kosher, but not in another case. What exactly is this Brisa saying? My love, l'mo'ute. Don't you think that this is excluding the, the ratio of the Mishnah where it says, echad oyeme b'fane nechta, v'echad oyeme b'fane nechta. When you have two shluchim, and one is testifying before Nechtam, the other is testifying before Nechtam, that in that case, Rabbi Yudha says that it will, not be, it, will, it will not be kosher, even though you have two shluchim. So this is not like the pshat that we just said. We just said that Rabbi Yudha argues and says in, in this case as well that it would be kosher. It says the Gemara Loi, that's not what this price means. Rather, It's coming to exclude a case where, where the shliach, you have two shluchim, and one is testifying b'fanei nechtam, and he's not testifying b'fanei nechtam at all. He's not testifying b'chlal about the ksiva of the get. Over here, in this case, it's coming to say that Rabbi Yehuda would agree that it's posel. Now, why would I think it's kosher? He's not testifying b'fanei nechtam. Why should it be kosher? Says the Gemara, Salkatai Tachamine, I would think to say, Once you have two shluchim, which is not usual. So in such a case, Rabbi Yudah says, we're not geyze anymore, that you have to say the edus for the lishma, you're not geyze shamiyach sadova lekukuloi, because it's an uncommon case. So Dilma, I would think that maybe Asila Khlufi Bikim Shtaris the Alma be eight echad namile gazar. So maybe I see that Rabbi Yehuda was lenient with the Xadis here. So maybe even in a case where it's just one shliach. In the case where it's one shliach that's just testifying and he's not testifying at all. So the validity of the signatures you have. And the lishma, we know it's lishma because it's acha shalomdu. The only xayda that it could be over here is that people are going to confuse the halacha of a get with other shtaris. So maybe Rabbi Yudu was lenient regarding this xayda as well. And he's not guys of this xayda. So therefore acha shalomdu, if you testify maybe that would be good enough. Kamash Malon, that's what the Brayse was saying, that according to Rabbi Yudha, you still must testify before an Nichtav and before an Echtam, that it shouldn't be confused with all the Shtaris. It's Menami, we learned in the Brayse as well, Omer Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, Shnayim Sheviu get from Medina Sayam. If you have two Shluchim that deliver a get from Medina Sayam, do you have to say before an Echtav or not? This is the argument of Rabbi Yudha and the Rabbanon. So we see right over here that the second version that the Gemara brought here, that the Machlaikis in the Mishnah is regarding a case where you have two and both are Shluchim. So this Braise here is clearly saying that that's, that's when the Machlaikis is. So it's a raya to the second version, not like the first version. Again, the first version said that they're not both Shluchim. And the second version is saying that they are both shluchim, and still there's an argument between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbanon whether you have to testify b'fanenichta or b'fanenachtam.